Hello everybody, this is the House of Dark and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. We're getting in here, we're talking things, it's Friday, yeah! Alright, so, final episode of Loki dropped a couple days ago, because you know, apparently, because of Loki, he just they messed up the timeline, so Wednesday is the new Friday. And we got the season finale. And actually, in, 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 in all honesty, I did say I want the finale of Loki just to be solid. I don't need it to be mind-blowing. I don't need it to blow up. I don't need it to blow up anything. It doesn't have to have any crazy hardcore fight scene, even though it did. It had a pretty decent fight scene in it. Uh, it needed to be what it needed to be for, for the show to go. So, I, the only thing I'm going to say, spoiler, uh, any spoiler level, is that we're getting a season two, which is technically not a spoiler. It's, it is definitely an exciting news, because I think this is the first show where the, where the rumor was, is confirmed and true that we're getting a second season. Because supposedly we were going to get a second season of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, how's that possible when the first season even hadn't dropped yet at the time when the announcement was made? But instead, we're getting a movie. So, we'll, we'll, I'll take that. I'll take that trade for Falcon and Winter Soldier to getting a Captain America movie with Anthony Mackie as Cap. I'll take that trade. You know, any day of the week. So, Loki, but Loki is for sure uh, getting a season two. And if you guys don't remember, I did say, first of all, I, my favorite thing about, about <laughs> the internet is that, or uh, just like, there's some people who make confirmations that I've, I've already made like a month ago. Uh, one thing we confirmed, and, and, and you guys, if you guys can check, it was like June, it was like mid-June, uh, I did an episode talking about the future of the MCU, and how Loki is, uh, literally, this season of Loki, I'm telling you, by the, by the end of episode two, I already figured out how... We're getting we're getting the Fantastic Four. How we're getting the X Men, all these other characters that were just just were not existing for the the entire ten years of like the MCU. And I and I figured that out by the end of the second episode, which was like a few weeks ago, so uh, several weeks ago actually. Uh, so I I do think it's funny that people are like. Well, and I, and I did talk about the Eternals and like this is why and the Eternals are actually starting are going to be coming out of not out of hiding but yeah I guess they or out of retirement I guess I don't know what the word we want to use to do something that's what the and that's and essentially Loki is also and I said that last my last episode that the whole thing with the timelines and the multiverse it's giving is a catalyst for why the Eternals are gonna, literally going to come out of their day to day life. And finally reveal themselves. Because stuff is dramatically changing. We're talking about dramatically changing. And it's all thanks to season one of Loki. Uh, I think for those, like, first of all, like, I want to say out the gate for anybody who's going, who's going to, who will talk out the side of their face about the show. You got your man back. You got your boy back. People, you know, people are all hot and, and mad and, and, and coming out with theories and trying to figure out how they can get Loki to come back by the end of... When Infinity War ended, people already were trying to, like, fire out theories about how Loki can come back. He's still alive! He's still alive! See? He... This and this and this this and this! No. 
First of all, confirm dead. As of right now, confirm dead. At least that version of him. But we got, we got, we have post Attack of New York, pre Dark World Loki. Now, for, and so for those who don't know what the show is about, uh, essentially Loki, right after they, he was defeated by the Avengers in the Avengers movie, received, got the Tesseract again because of future Avengers coming back into their timeline, to the to that timeline to get the Tesseract, and, and literally dipped. And because of that, he became a variant because he went against... Essentially, the main continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. By him escaping, he changed the timeline. And so the TVA, or the Time Variance Agency, pretty much snatched him up because he broke protocol, essentially. This this is what you're not... You're not what, and they literally told him, this is what you're not meant to do. You're meant to be going down this very specific path. And so... You learn about that, but not only that, but eventually you meet Mobius, who's played by uh, Owen Wilson. Once again, shout out to the Wilson brothers being in the comic book universe, DC and Marvel, which is very interesting to me. Uh, literally recruits Loki to fight, to hunt down another version of himself. And you find that out within episode one, like dead serious. So it's not really spoiling. You find that out in episode one. And if you've been paying attention to the trailers, you know that. that they're going to hunt down another one of himself. Outside of that, I'm not telling you nothing else. And so you get to see this whole, like, essentially this is this investigation trying to find himself and what the, their main purpose is, the goal is of this other variant. That's because you, first of all, variant's the word. You're going to hear that word through the entire season. Variant, variant, variant. Which is fine because it, it it just yeah so it just it makes sense based on how it works how the whole how the TVA works how how branching timelines the whole thing works and you kind of we and in all honesty we got a glimpse of that in uh, Endgame Avengers Endgame they talk about alternate timelines when you go back in time and you change something it creates a new timeline. Uh, of what of what the world's like without that thing, whether it's Molnir being taken from uh, you know the past or Infinity Stone, or so it doesn't change the main uh, continuity. All it does is creates an alternate world where, say, Captain America didn't like like that's what like the what if episodes we're gonna get next month. Like, what if Captain America didn't exist? What if what if Peggy got the serum? That's an alternate timeline. That's an alternate universe. You know what I mean? Things like that. So, in the, and in this show, it focuses a lot on that and preventing, and supposedly it's supposed to prevent, you know, for lack of a better word, Armageddon of the timelines and stuff like that. Because apparently there was a war that happened in the past, and so the goal is to prevent these things from happening. I think the show does a really good job Focusing, like, doing this kind of like... And a lot of people to use this term, too. The buddy cop situation with, with uh, Mobius and Loki. Uh, I think that... And this is also the opportunity for this Loki to become... I won't say a, a, a hero, but definitely become a, a, a better person. And, and change 
his motivations and understand there are bigger things in the world than him. And he, and when you watch the show, he kind of starts, he's, well, first of all, he finds, he literally, like, understands that within, like, the first episode, that there, there are much more powerful, like, things out there than him. And, uh, and definitely he starts looking, seeing at the, the big picture. Because you, if you ever, if, when you watch the movies, they, like, you can tell they're kind of trying to, like, that's the one thing Thor is trying to get him to understand. There are bigger things out there. Because what does Loki want? Power. Now, that's been his goal in the films. And so, and, it, and, and like, there are a lot, and, and, that, and now, yeah, power, but I think also at the same time, when you go look at Loki in the movies, one of the biggest things he always wanted, also wanted, was to be considered an equal. And, and wanted, to, wanted validation and approval by, and by people. And, and he's like, if I can't get it as a hero, I'm gonna get it as a villain. And so you can see that. And like, and, and even by the end of first the first Thor, he was upset that uh, Odin didn't approve of him of the, of his actions. So he gave up, and so now he started. Now he just started going after other things, and and eventually he, you start to see in the movie, especially by the end of Thor Ragnarok, he, he started realizing it's not as important anymore, or maybe even though he still stole the Tesseract. Don't get me wrong, but. You can start to see him change more and more by, like, Infinity War. Granted, he dies at the beginning of Infinity War, but still. And so... And, and, and I know there are people who have an issue with his this redemption arc for this version of Loki because he's like, he was just already, he was literally destroying New York <laughs> to not all of a sudden trying to be a good guy. And I, and I feel like you guys have to remember that, like, He's being, there's there's a lot happening. And let's not forget, too, like, it, by Avengers, guess who was pulling his strings in that moment? He was doing the deed of Thanos at that point. Thanos was involved in that situation, and he knew it. He knew it. So, he was on the clock in that in that situation. And so, there, and, and then the rest is history when it comes to, the, you know, Loki and the MCU. But in this situation on the show... He had, he was literally, he learned his fate. You know, he, he learned where all of his, all this greed and his ambition and all the, 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 what his goals would led him to. And once he realized that, it, you know, you kind of, it, it kind of makes you want to rethink yourself real fast. Imagine if, if someone showed you a video of your entire life. And all your choices and what it leads to, and it, and it's not good. I'm not. We're not talking about success. We're talking about failure, and it's not good. You're not. You're not likely to do that. Most likely, you're like, oh man, you telling me if I did this and this and this, is this going to turn to this? Man, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So it kind of makes you reevaluate yourself, and I think that's part of the thing about Loki as well. Like, not saying he didn't try to escape, because he did. He didn't try to trick Mobius, because he did. He tried. He tried a couple of times. So don't get me wrong. Loki still tried the Loki. But I think at some point he started to... He, there's a lot of moments where he had to, like, he rethought about his goals. And, and, and like, and there's a lot of moments where he, 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 um, he was forced to be honest about himself. Not just to, you know, yeah, to Mobius, but to himself about why he does what he does. And why he's motivated to do the things he's doing. Things like that. What is his real goal? 
And so I think it's a good good uh, chance for him to, you know, good opportunity for this character to be different. Granted, season two is going to be happening, so he might still just Loki because he's Loki. So let's just, you know what I mean? So we haven't, we, we, it's not even confirmed that he's, he goes full hero because it's not confirmed that he is. I think he just realized there was something bigger going on in his life, in, in the world, than him trying to attain power. Before we, all we know, in season two, he could refocus that energy to still <laughs> to go back to do what he was doing. You know what I mean? So we don't know yet. We don't know. Season two hasn't happened yet. We just we just finished season one. Uh, so I think we just we just have to wait and see. But I think everyone should be happy. We got Loki back. Everyone wanted him not to die. Everyone's happy. People are all hurting and and all over the place. And you know. Ripping, ripping their clothes and, and, and gnashing their teeth and 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 coming out with all the crazy theories. Now we have them back, so everyone can sit and be good, feel good again. Um, at this point, so uh, for me, the show. I thought the show was good. Uh, was a great. I don't think the show was great. Like, I, but I, I I feel like the show was consistent. Every episode was consistent. I don't like even like there's like they said there's like two. Like I was talking, I was talking, I was watching a thing. They're talking about there's these two fluff episodes. That really didn't go anywhere. And I, I feel like we always got to remember this about any show. A show, book, movie, there's always going to be a, a dip. And I don't feel like there was a dip in the in the show. I feel like I just want I, I, I want to see what he more of what he, he was going to do. Or how he handled the situations he was in. Or, when, I, when I say he mean Loki. And I feel like it didn't... It didn't... There wasn't a, a a a dry spot for me. I don't feel like it dipped. I feel like, and I, but I didn't feel like it didn't hit like these high points all the time either. I feel like it stayed pretty even for me. There were some cool moments. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it stayed pretty even. And I and Tom Hiddleston is still fantastic as 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 Loki. And shout out to Sophia Sophia Di Martino who plays Sylvie. Uh, she you know she does a good job like showing. The, the the wide range of emotions that these characters are 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 known for, well, you know Loki Loki is a very emotional character. Believe it, like, even though he's like like people just like oh he's a bad guy yeah but if you when you watch like Loki like from in Thor and all the way through he's an emotional man, he's an emotional character, you know so and I think that's the one thing a lot of times why his He's supposed to be the god of mischief because a part of it, I think, is because he's trying to mask his actual feelings about what's going on with himself. And it really is, like in all honesty. And you kind of see that in the show that he 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 has to actually deal with his emotions and deal with what he's going through and stuff like that. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, I think the finale was consistent to what I wanted it to be. I wanted it just to be, and I feel like the finale was more of a setup. It was a setup for like future stuff not just movie wise but for the rest and like literally for the rest of the mcu loki literally set up the rest of the mcu for however long this like this last for all we know this could last another five years and, and then the mcu dies and nobody cares about it anymore and everybody moves on or it gets reset it and, and or get rebooted and it's called the marvel like double universe i don't know but the point is like from this day forward Loki has literally, I mean, Loki, don't get me wrong, Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier have been setting up for stuff, future stuff, but Loki literally, 
is setting up a lot of what's happening in this phase of the MCU. Really did. So this is kind of this show is very important. It's very important for the future of at least at least this phase. So I think that's why I think people that's why it's important. I think for people to actually watch this one because I mean I think you should watch them all. But Loki is is important because of what's happening right now in this current uh, string of movies <laughs> that are coming out. Uh, starting with actually, what is it? I think it's I said Black Widow, but Black Widow doesn't directly. I mean, it doesn't doesn't affect this uh, this part of the of the MCU. Phase four. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like Phase four. Uh yes yeah uh, sorry I was just I saw a question that about about a, the character a character reveal in uh in Loki and they're like is it does he play a major part in Phase Four I'm like yes he does if you don't think he does you're not paying attention um is Sing Chi first yeah it is then the Eternal then Spider Man. Far from home. That so those are th- those are three movies we're getting this year at least. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which by the way I'm very excited for the Eternals and uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Granted, the, uh, the Eternals and I, I don't know if if Loki affects Shang Chi. I feel like that's a that's its own separate like movie path. But like No Way Home and for sure Eternals are affected by what happens. On in Loki, they're affect directly affected by how Loki ends. So I, I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be very exciting to see at this moment. Oh, and and I think yeah, and for sure like Doctor Strange, but I, we don't get that movie until next year. But I, I am curious to see, I am curious to see what happens at this point with the uh, with Phase Four. Well, like I said, I feel like this, uh, like the show is a good setup for reestablishing Loki as a character, and like especially like this point of Loki. Lo- this version of Loki is is different from what we got by by Infinity War. So it's gonna be interesting. It's like like the like the the the, the options are out there for this character now because now he's almost free to do what he wants almost. And I feel like, like I said, this, the finale in, 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 a, in properly introduced the character that we're going to be seeing later, uh, and inter- and it's setting up for the Phase Four villain. It really is. It really is. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, but like I said, the this, this show itself is was very consistent with its theme. Um, I I feel like I feel like it didn't. Like I said, I, there there were like cool points, but it wasn't like. It didn't blow me away, but I think we got everything we wanted. I think, to me personally, we got everything we wanted from this show. Set, you know, you know, reestablishing Loki as a character, seeing him go through, you know, how he handles this whole situation, him and hit him and his self-reflecting and stuff like that, and and then just setting up for like all future stuff in the MCU. It's really good, and I'm very happy about it. Uh, so, you know, like I said, the finale, I, like, like I said, I said blah, 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 blah. like I said, the finale, <laughs> it was solid, not mind-blowing, it wasn't like, it wasn't like 
Falcon and Winter Soldier, where you got, you know, Sam coming in in a new cap suit and, and handling business. This one was just kind of like, there was business being handled, but in a way to where it's setting up for the future. And I think it's good. I know, my, I was talking about she's not big on one of the characters, but I feel like when you when you create a revenge character, that's what they're so focused on is revenge. It's kind of hard to break them from that. Not that it's impossible, but it's not easy. And plus, she was needed. The character, you know, Sylvia was needed in order to, to create the future of what we got going on when it comes to the multiverse. So it's kind of she's kind of important. Uh, but as of right now, I I look at Loki as a good stepping stone to other stuff. And I and I, I can't wait to see what season two is going to give us for especially the way things have ended. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Uh, so right now, I say for me, out of the three shows, and I was, we were talking about this earlier, me and my wife, we were talking about it earlier. I would, I think, while Loki is a pretty good show, one of Vision, I think, I still think Falcon and Winter Soldier is my favorite. You know, outside of like just because you know Sam Wilson and Anthony Mackie, stuff like that. Story-wise, that's the one that hit that's always has hit me in the chest the most out of the three. I think they're all great, but out of the three, I think still the Falcon Winter Soldier is my favorite one. Uh, so, in usual House of Doctor fashion, I got I got to rate this bad boy. Um, and I think and I think Loki as as a whole is a, like I said, it's a solid show, and it, and I will get and I, I remember and I'm actually one of the guys I watch who does reviews. He said which was an interesting point. That I haven't committed to the show, by the way, because <laughs> I'm I, I'm afraid. Even though Ian from the Stuff Podcast show says it's really good, but I think he's biased because he's a Superman fan. He said he felt that Superman and Lois story wise is better. Not saying that DC's better than Marvel, but he's saying like story wise when it comes to the characters. So he says is he thinks it's better than Loki. I don't know. I can't confirm it because I haven't watched Superman and Lois because I still have issues I'm like about it and I haven't committed to it. But I, I, I'm like that about a lot of shows. I don't commit to a lot of shows. And I'm still currently watching The Batman. I'm finishing The Batman, so you should be... I think I have a couple more seasons of that to finish, to finish before I even go to anything else. Um, although we do have time be- before What If comes out, which is the What If episodes of the MCU, which is in August... So maybe I should, maybe now, now that Loki's done, I can go and look at Superman and Lois and decide if I like it or not. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But as of right now, uh, Loki, season one, I think is a solid seven out of ten. I even might even push 7.5 because, I'll say 7.5 because this show is very important to the future of the MCU. Uh, uh, especially right now, this phase, this show is vital to what we're getting in our movies right now. So, I'll 7.5 it. How about that? 7.5 out of 10. Like I said, not a bad show. It's not, it's not fantastical, but it's a very solid show, and, and I like it, and Tom Hiddleston, like I said, kills it. So, shout out, you know, shout out to Owen Wilson, Tom Hiddleston, Sophia DiMartino, uh, and now Jonathan Majors. You're like, why Jonathan Majors? Watch the finale, you'll know what I'm talking about. All right, guys. Well, that's my take on Loki. I, I don't know if it was all over the place. I just like I'm just trying to think of my uh, about the show in, in as a whole without saying too much about it. Um, I will say that, and I will agree with this. I wish there was more detective work stuff in it, like they were doing that at the, in the show. But I think 
it served its purpose to reveal things about other characters and for them to kind of find out these, the truth about stuff. So I think while while that was fun, especially between the exchange between like Mobius and Loki, I feel like at that point, I feel like it served its purpose and now we got to move on from that. So 7 out, 7.5 out of 10 for Loki. Tell me what you think. Tell me how you feel. And and we'll, we'll move on from there. So I will not commit to saying I watch Superman and Lois after this. I it, it is in consideration, but I'm already watching a DC related show. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and don't worry, you guys. Uh, my Blackwood review is still coming. I have to sit down with my 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 expert uh, Reds Breds lady to really have a breakdown about Black Widow. But that should be happening soon. I'm hoping maybe today. We'll see. But until then, you guys have a good one. Thank you once again for all everybody's support and listening. And shout outs to everybody who who actually like every once in a while someone will say, Hey David, A, B, C, and D. So shout out to everybody who says something to me after they listen to one of my episodes. I appreciate it. It, it goes to show that like you guys are listening and I and thank you. Thank you. Everything you do when it comes to my podcast keeps me going. And I appreciate it so much. So once again, this is the House of Darkness with real talk about season one of Loki. Everyone have a good time. And do not bite the hand of the person that feeds you. All right, I'm out.